Okay, welcome to podcast 19. It's really good to have Paul. Yeah. Tell me, if, just imagine this, is that you're at home, mm. uh, it's a quiet afternoon, mm. hear a car door slamming, yes. and a, and a uh, military looking gentleman comes to the door. Yes. And he says, Can I speak to Paul Farrar? And you go, Who wants to know? <laughs> and he goes, I have some very important, uh, a very important message from. Uh, Her Majesty's government, yes. MI6. Yes. And I need to give it in. I give, need to give it in person to Paul yes. Farrar. Yes. So you go. That's me. How do you know this hasn't already happened? And he hands you, exactly. And he hands you over a document, and in the document are are your are your orders for the mission. Now, in your fantasy, what would that mission be? You uh, you go through. He get, he salutes. He goes off in his car. You are left. You turn, and you open the, the envelope. And in it, it says, what would be like, that is what I want to be told to do by the British government. Assassinate Kenaway. <laughs> That's all it says. Make it, it look like an accident. Right, OK. <laughs> and uh, a small smile plays upon your face. Yeah. And then you crumple up... No, no, seriously, You crumple up the, 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 the paper. Am I on the team or not? That's what I want to know. Oh, you're totally on the team. Or am I working Don't as a rogue agent? No, they were like... I'm not sure, actually. Well, it's up to you to decide. No, of course, it's up well, to them, with, because... With me, it's... Hang on. Because usually they say, if you get caught, you're on your own. Well, it can be. It can be that. Well, I wouldn't fucking have it. I'd say, well, oh, hello. If I, I get caught, I'm on, on my union. If I get <laughs> caught, I'm on my own. Well, <laughs> fuck you. Guess yeah. what? I don't work for people who have no fucking responsibility. Because you're a lone wolf, like I am. And I go, I'll take the risk. But where am I going to get my gear from? I'm ready to take the risk. They go, check with M. Some, and you have to go to some kind some of... Some idiot. ...warehouse in Wiltshire. Yeah. And then you get... Or you, they, 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 what do they do? They, 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 they tool you up. Yeah, they right. tool up. With some sort of pen that gives you an electric shock, yeah. and then when you turn it upside down, a lady undresses and stuff like that. <laughs> it depends what your mission is. Depends what your mission is. Well, I'll tell you what my mission is. Right. Bring Blair to justice. Right. You've already been. Yeah, you've already had one close encounter. No, 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 not that. Right. No, that's too obvious. Oh, what else could it be? I can't think. Infiltrate the doggers. Find out what <laughs> they're doing. Yeah, find out what they're up to. Find out what they're, they're really doing. Exactly. Spill some yogurt. Uh, guy! <laughs> Don't say stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh, drop some yogurt, I think it's dropping. Drop some yogurt and uh, no, what get to it? the bottom of it. Yeah. Carpet bombing. Do some carpet bombing. Is it, what's that? Have you ever done a carpet bomb? I don't know what it is. Yes, you do. No, I don't, I promise you. Guy, carpet bombing. Like pooing? <laughs> no, guy! I don't know. No, it's I'm not naive. pooing. I'm naive. It's when you drop carpets out of an aeroplane and bomb a town with them. Okay, right. It's fiendish. <laughs> <laughs> Low impact bombing. I mean, imagine a carpet hitting you from 23,000 feet, a big rolled up fucking <laughs> axe minister. <laughs> tell you what, you fucking know about it. Yeah, you would. And they never, they never <laughs> suspect the enemy. Yeah, it just looks like something. Looks like an accident, that's what I'm saying. Make yeah, it look like yeah. an accident. So mine would be Canaway. We, we, we picked you for this reason. You're the only man we believe can do this. Yeah. We've been through the files. Mick. Do you have a reliable friend who can count on in a tight corner? <clears throat> I go, yes, sir. What is his name? Paul Fryer. Oh, yes, we have a file on him. Very interesting. Good choice. <laughs> like it, yeah. Good choice. Will you need uniforms? We will. <laughs> uniforms, I don't mean? know, I'm just... If you're undercover, you don't need uniforms, do you? 
Okay, right. And you're right. No, we won't. Oh, it depends <laughs> if you're undercover as fake police. Or like, I'm thinking air steward. <laughs> <laughs> Ryanair. <laughs> I'd never suspect. Exactly. Chicken or fish. They'd never suspect <laughs> anything proper. No. Carpet bombing out the back of Ryanair. We're going to need to get you into 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 the finest club in Bradford. Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa is pronounced. Is it? Is it? Yes. Addis Ababa. Port Said. Say it again. I'll we want you to infiltrate. There's a basement in Port Said. Say it again. And I'll edit it. Addis Ababa. No, Ababa. Addis Ababa. That's. I'm sure. Anyway. Can you count on this fellow fryer? Yeah. Well, actually, I'm not sure. Are you armed? No, I'm not. Take not this. Armed. Take this. And my advice is, don't is let fryer near the ammunition. What is it? A pill. <laughs> Take this. What is no, it? No, he's handing me a gun. 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 He goes. Anyway, and I don't know what my mission is, but my mission is that I have to go and pick you up straight away oh. in the Aston. Oh, for God's sake, not an Aston. Oh, no, you're right. Well, I'm, I'm going to a cliche. Look at you now with your what are we on? personality We're car. Morris Traveller. No. no. It's too much the other it's, way, isn't uh, it? What is it? Uh, what are those We're driving th fast to Salisbury Plain, where there's a, where there's a, in a chopper. One, in a 1.6 mini. Club. Where there's a chopper that's going to that's gonna take us through the night and drop us. We're both in... By this point, we're both in parachutes. In them? No, no, we've got parachutes on we're our We're in parachutes. You know what I mean. God's sake. And we're going to be dropped into enemy... Who's the enemy? Well, this is the problem everyone has these days. You can't tell. Shit. Where are we going to be dropped? Buckingham Palace. No, that's the... That's Buckingham Palace. And our job, Guy... What? ..is to assassinate the Queen. Don't be so... The job is to look after the Queen. Kill the Queen. What kind of... Oh, my God. No wonder there's a question mark after your name. The job is... It's been proved that she's not real. The Queen. She's a robot. And we have to take her out. Right. No, first of all, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, but we program her to knight us first. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? Would you have a knighthood if they gave? Arise, the guy. Would, would I have a knighthood? Would you have yes. Would you? <laughs> Let me just think about it. Uh, yes. Would you? And you, have you would seen the list too. Of you fucking. Have you seen the list of people that have turned it down, guy? No. Yeah. People like David Bowie. David Bowie. He, he turned it down. He didn't turn it down for Christ. Yes, he did. He did. Why? He didn't understand it, probably. Uh, Joe Corey, he turned it down. He didn't turn down a knighthood. He turned it down, guy. He, he, Joe Corey would not be offered a peerage. He'd he be an offered... OBE or an MBE or something. Well, yeah, an M OBE. Yeah, and he, and he turned yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, but that's a different thing altogether. How is it a different thing? It's not like a peerage. It's not like a rise, sir, guy. And then you'd be calling me... Anyway, whatever. We don't need to get into that. Here's a list. The, the Queen has to... The Queen... The Queen does not have to die. The one who has to die is Meghan. We have to take no, her out. No, 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 no. We have to take her out surgically. Paul Burrell. <laughs> he knows too much. I knows too much. But, Paul, why would they pick us to do that job? Uh, no, we've got they, to go. Uh, we're overseas. We're being dropped in deep into humanity. We're being dropped into a, people into a seething, humid jungle. 29 people have turned down the honours. Have they? Honours. You, you don't know. Some some would have turned it down without announcing. Ken it. Loach, he turned it down. Oh God. Danny Boyle, he turned it down. Did he? Yeah. Jim Broadbent. John Snow turned it down. Guy. 
See what I mean? Well, these are the people who say they turned it down. Benjamin Zephaniah, he turned it down. Did he? Yeah. I've got your attention now, haven't I? Well, he's a nice writer, he's a good writer, but I just think... Paul I... Weller, he turned it down. Well, I just think that, you know... French, you should, you should both learn... French and Saunders turned it down. You should be learned to be gracious and accept. If someone gives you a gift, you should learn to accept. George Harrison turned it down, Rogella Lawson, David Bowie, Albert Finney, Professor Stephen Hawking, Alan Bennett, John Cleese, Roald Dahl, J.G. Ballard, Audrey Callaghan, who's that? Where are you going with this? Huey Green turned it down. Are you saying you're a better man than Huey Green? I've not been offered one, so that they, uh, I think me turning down a peerage is somewhat academic. I Rudyard Kipling guy. Rudyard Kipling's child had just been killed in the First World War, hadn't he? Or was it his second child? And he was so bitter with the leadership of the country that he couldn't uh, endorse anything that they did. I believe, and I understand that. But I, I just think if someone gives you a gift, there is a responsibility to graciously accept it and to turn down gifts. No, 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 I won't have that. You must, it is in a way rudeness. Is it a gift or a job though? Oh, it's a gift. So I don't know, I think it's like, I now think, and I think you work for us now. It's learn. like saying you work for us now. No, you decide who you work for. They give you a gift and you say, that's a gift. You should say thank you, that's really kind. How you use it and how you, what you do with your gift is up to you. The problem but is, to guy, refuse it's, a gift it's the, is some so Guy, some of the knobheads, look at some of the knobheads they've given it to. We don't, we don't, well, there's knobheads in your book. Oh, all right then. Perfectly nice man. I'm just looking through a hole in the door. Yeah, well, can you please stay with this conversation? Yeah, you started it. Yeah, very nice, some very nice people. Shall I name, name what a about, few what choice about, what, what about Clegg? Nick Clegg? Oh, Cop. Very, He's very horrible, good. he shouldn't have got one. See, you, you, why are you, you just so close. What about that bloke from the Daily Mirror? What was his name? Robert Sir Maxwell. Sir Robert Maxwell. Very nice man. I'm surprised you didn't know him, he had a yacht. What was that guy? What does that supposed to mean, guy? Nothing. <laughs> What is that? What is that supposed to mean? Sorry. What was that little dig? Would you like to expand on that? No. Let's move on. Who else? Uh, Philip Green. Very nice man. Excellent manager. A dab hand. Uh, the great British talent of tax dodging, which must be that someone, and in a way he, in a way he leads the industry, and uh, he is an exemplar to us all. Example to us all, rather. So you you think in in taxation evasion. Uh, so you think it's a good, you would have one definitely. If if someone gives me a gift, I don't say no. Guy wants a knighthood. Look, it's it, no. I'm just is saying. It's, all, if you, it's... It's, like, it's like saying, I'm, I'm not going to have your gift. So it's not good enough for me. It's so ungracious. You know, I'm not very good at giving gifts. So I'm very. Wasn't uh, Oswald Mosley? Didn't have a, he had a knighthood as well? Huh? Yeah, well, he was of course Oswald Mosley, but he could have been inherited. I have no idea. Anyway, what is it, you know, I, don't, well, I, I think we're not, this isn't a very uh, uh, interesting, we're, no, we were back, we were back, Canaway, you have four days to complete this mission. Oh, for God's sake, you keep going on about this mission, you don't even know what the mission is. Well, you have to go to Congo. Have you ever been there, Canaway? No. But you're a man who can think on his feet. Why are you sending us there? How's Friar, how, how's Friar aboard? He's very good. Right, take Friar. I want you to get into the president's palace, and I want you to rescue Bob Geldof. What? <laughs> to rescue Bob Geldof? Yeah. No, 
I want you to rescue. He has a, he has a daughter, and we need her. Who? Who has a daughter? The president of Congo. What the fuck are you on about? For some reason, we just got... makes no sense at all. <laughs> I mean, what's happened? We guys? need her. Rambling on. <laughs> you, we need her. And here's a photograph of her. You have to infiltrate Bob Hold... Geldof. Here's... That's what it no, is. No, Bob fa... Geldof has been proven to be an enemy agent. And you have to infiltrate him. Well, we just invite him to an art infiltrate gallery opening. We get, we How would you go about infiltrating You just Bob? get Bob Geldof come to an art opening in Chelsea and then he turns up and then you just conk him on the head and put him in the that's back of the That's not infiltrating boot. him. That's Then you've just you've blown your cover. Infiltrate him. How would you do it? What do you mean infiltrate? Infiltrate him. Just start don't, you know the, don't you know how they speak in spyware? What, you mean get inside his house? Infiltrate him. Inside what? Infiltrate what's, what's him. I don't know what you mean. Infiltrate. Tell me, Paul. Infiltrate. Stop him. repeating yourself and well, put it in for other instance, words. Like, I'm Bob. Right, Bob Geldof. <laughs> Bob Geldof. So what happens is, for instance, if it was me, let's say you're Bob Geldof, I would say, Bob, I fucking loved your record. <laughs> rat trap. <laughs> it's a rat trap, baby, and you've been caught. And I love the way you said that. Can we go for a pint and discuss your back catalogue? And then while he's going, oh, then I fucking did this and blah, blah, blah. And then I fucking did, I don't like Mondays, and it went over really well. And, uh, and I'd be infiltrating him all the time, infiltrating him quietly. That's how real spies work. They don't go off to the Congo. He would become an asset of mine, effectively. I would end up owning him, body and soul. I'm not. I'm not so into that's too psychological. That, no, but that's that, how that, that plot's not good. I like the that's one how we have spying to, works. Where we have to like drop on ropes <laughs> into the into the courtyard in the in the in the in the in the, in the, in the presidential. Get away! You're fired. You, this is useless. No one goes dangling into a corridor. They haven't done. No, that. no, into a courtyard. Into a courtyard. Well, it, and and she is there, and she's bound and gagged oh, in her bedroom. Who is? She's the president's daughter. Oh, for God's sake! We no, need I, her. God, this they is just need her back in. Utter nonsense. And she's bound and gagged, on, and she's this in her bed. This is a dirty fantasy. It's not a dirty fantasy. No, this is a president's daughter bound and gagged <laughs> on a bed. It's not a national emergency. And we need her because she's got the codes. What <laughs> fucking codes? <laughs> I don't know. The codes to infiltrate. That's what you have to do, guys. We don't. We have to. We have to kidnap and infiltrate, rescue. control, convince, destroy. Anyway, we punch out the guards, and then we take the gag off her. The guy, what the fuck? And man? then, of course, the blindfold, and she sees us. And she's fucking like, put the, put it back on, tie me back up, please. <laughs> I don't want to go off with you, lot. I she knows a good night out. I know you don't know us, but you've got to trust us. Guy, please stop. <laughs> this is like some shit B movie fucking script. You've got to read the, if at I least watch the Holcroft Covenant before you start coming out with all this. I think you'll go for this. They turn people against each other by using their weaknesses. So what you'd have to do, for instance, is you would have to infiltrate, I don't know, let's say, for instance, for argument's sake, Lenny Henry. Right. You would have to go and infiltrate Lenny Henry. I don't want to. Guy, it's not... You do it for Queen and Country. They would know... You would never, for a start, the first thing I've got to say to you is you would never know why you were doing the infiltration. You would never know why, and you'd just have to let, go, let that go. You're just a cog in a wheel, and you would go along there, you would, and you would find out what Lenny's weaknesses were, and you would exploit them ruthlessly and give all the information Looks to like your handlers. That. That's what would happen. Looks like chips and hamburgers. What? 
You know, big man. Yes, well, it could be chips and hamburgers, but you'd have to find out what it is and give that data to your handlers so that they could get some juice. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, the hand, I'm your handler. Oh. I want you to infiltrate, Paul. Who am I going to infiltrate, then? You're going to have to infiltrate. You, who, who's Paul got to infiltrate? He's got to infiltrate someone. Someone... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I have to send you off on this mission. You could have me assassinate someone Fri if you want. Friar. I'm it's prepared to assassinate as well as infiltrate. No, you said I wasn't allowed to do anything like that. No, I, what assassinate. About, what about, no, I want you to go and kidnap the, the We're not the daughter. Russians. You got to, you I'm got not to, kidnapping you know. anybody. You're not kidnapping anyone. No, I'm not doing That's it. That's what I want to do, and I want to kind of like have to, you know, hoist her up on the back on the. This is just on the, it's just a perversion, guys. It's got it's nothing. It's not a perversion. It's a national a national emergency, Paul. Okay. Right. So, who is the biggest threat in our country at the minute to national security? Nobody. That's the beautiful thing: is you can't threaten our national security because we're such an amazing country. Right. You know, it's so lovely. Laugh about it. Michael Portillo. Oh, very... Mark Portillo, no, he's more like gagged and bound on a bed and wants to be kidnapped. <laughs> but I'm not doing that. We're not I'm sorry, sir. I love my country. <laughs> oh, there's some but things I'm I can't not, do. I'm not kidnapping her. Michael Portillo. <laughs> Come on, let's... let's why he's don't got we... such a weird sexuality. It's so... I don't know whether you're he's getting metrosexual. He's what? He's metrosexual. What does that mean, he shags? Buildings. right. I think it means that you're from a town and you'll do anything for love, even that. <laughs> <laughs> it means that it's the modern sexual man, the modern sexuality guy. I'm into more old school. Like when men are, you know, when it means that men are uh, gender fluid, flexible, uh, bendable. Uh, that's not for me. I'm very much old, more old school than you. Uh, moral turpitude can happen. Yeah, everything. That, that sounds like a, a gentleman on a... Night out. <laughs> <laughs> you and Michael. <laughs> have you ever seen him in real life? Yes, weirdly. He's I got an enormous once. head. I have once. I was walking in Green Park towards Victoria, mm. and he was <laughs> poncing. <laughs> this is. I can't say this. It's like, like so horrible, and I don't mean to. He's such an extraordinary physical specimen and kind of intellectual specimen. It's like <laughs> he's. It talk about showbiz for ugly people and politics. He's just like. It's an ego on a stick. Absolutely, a man who will do and say anything for attention. Don't you feel that? As you know, he's one of those people. So when you saw him, what was he wearing? A pink Pringle jumper? No, a blazer, of course. Uh, 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 a, uh, a, a blue double-breasted with, I think, six brass buttons. You know, absolutely. The cricket club. Etsy, and, uh, and I think he had dark Yacht trousers club. on, and he had a sort of briefcase with him, and he was walking down the street. What was he doing then? He was he trundling. Was, he was going about his business. Was he trundling down the street? He was going about his business, and I just felt. Who was that couple? They were a Tory. It was a Tory MP and his wife, and she. He Bottomly. Had, no, he had. She had white hair, and he was on everything. He would just go on anything. No, Cheshire. He was a Cheshire. And MP. he got done for. And she was got called done Nina, for, Nina. Was she? He, he got done for lying. Aitken. No. Jonathan Aitken. No, Jonathan Aitken was another one. He went to prison because. Do you remember he, he, he was took the Guardian? Red. He took the Guardian to court and uh, and was found. Called them. Uh, yeah. yeah and he wanted to unsheath the, the sword, sword of truth. truth. Neil sort, Hamilton. Neil Hamilton. That's it. And she was called Christine. Chris, Neil and she, Christine Hamilton. Christine. Yeah. What happened to them? Well, I think he probably plies his trade and does after dinner speaking, and you can probably rent him to come and open your fate. He was really dodgy as fuck. 
anyway, that's your that's your uh, that's your uh, mission. I've got to infiltrate. You've got to infiltrate Neil Hamilton. Very easy. Because I think he's actually up to something. What? Well, destabilizing stuff and uh, lying, selling secrets, spying. You think so? Yeah. Can you think of somebody worse than him? Yeah. Who? People. Who? Do you know the man called Fryer? Oh, for God's sake, I'm serious. Who? Yeah, right. uh, well, I wouldn't put myself morally above Neil Hamilton. You know, I've never been in a position <laughs> where someone has said, Guy, here's ten grand in a brown envelope. Will you stand up in the House of Commons and ask a question? I wouldn't like to be put in that situation. I'll be honest. Right. I wouldn't like to be put there. You know, because I might just go, you know something, pop the ten grand in that drawer. What's the question? And to judge, you know, I don't want to point my finger at him and go... Do you know what he is now? Uh, let me guess. He is on the board of directors of a call centre company uh, in India and Britain. He's the head of the United Kingdom Independence Party in Wales. Classic. Unbelievable. Yeah, UKIP. UKIP. Actually, I remember that he got to UKIP. Shocking. They were talking about space today and how they're going to exploit space. I wish we were simple men, but we're all too... We've gone too far. They're going to exploit space that now. That train has left the station, Paul. That train They're going to the dig station. up the moon guy we've and exploit it. it. We've fucked it up. It's too late. This woman on, on Radio 4 today, did you hear it? In total... No, Radio 2, totally that. serious. Said, we've got to stop looking at space at somewhere we're exploring and just see it as a business opportunity. It's just business. We go to space, we go to the moon, and we just do business there, and we exploit it and get whatever we can out of it and sell it on and make money out of it and move forward. Ryanair, is it? That's what she said, this woman. Space expert. That's the only way we're going to do it, she said. She said the first trillionaire will be made on Earth by somebody... Not who explores space, but by somebody who sells the hardware material to get people to the moon, probably, at this stage in the game. And she said, and they will exploit the moon, they will excavate the moon, they will, they will suck out the resources of the moon and they will exploit that money and they'll make more money and that's how we'll go into space. That's how the human race will expand from this planet, like a plague of locusts, Guy. Yeah, well... Um, I don't know, that seems to be like someone trying to cure them, cure their cancer by digging a hole in the ground and burying their head in it. Why? How, how does that? That's a bit it's weird. Just like, it's just like, that's not the cure of our, you know, that, that's just not the solution to our problems. Or like having a broken arm and just hitting it with a hammer. You know, that's the, that's the cause of our problems, that attitude. But that's what we're going to do. I'm, I'm sure we'll run out of money for the Chinese. Don't. No, the Chinese have landed this probe on the dark side of the moon, and they're saying that's what it's for. They're not there to fuck around. They're not there to have a look. They're there to go there and then extract the minerals and extract helium three from the moon. A nice type of helium, which they think will be extremely useful in propulsion, among other things. Fusion. What that that old dry rock has got something in it that, that, that yeah, yeah. Uh, helium three loads of it, so which they're using fusion and 
I think that that's going to take us to the eventually, well, to Mars first. But these are all just dry, dead, dread, dreadful. And that's what you know. Yeah. Well, that's what I think it's like. But then people are saying, you know, like, so you don't think we should ex be doing that when the Earth is so fucked up? Well, uh, yeah, totally. I mean, it's just a complete waste of fucking time and money. But how else can we expand? Her argument was if there are 17, instead of 9 billion, if there are 19 billion people spread over four worlds, imagine how many more Einsteins there would be or imagine how many more... Uh, discoveries we could make and how we could expand out across the universe and do things across our galaxy first and that's what that's what she was saying that's what we should be doing she just watched too many movies do you think she's mental yeah I do I just think she's just got a an excess of egotism and kind of belief in the, the sort of powers of humanity Really? I just think she'd just get back in her box and just go for a walk and just, you know... <laughs> just, you mean just fuck just, off? Well, she, yeah, in a way, she's like kind of... You know, it's like having a small village in Somerset wanting to annex Poland, you know. Just shut up. Just enjoy your village. Stop trying to expand. <clears throat> you know, stop trying to expand. Live within your means. Much, much, that's the way to be happy, not to constantly want more. Well, that's not what people are doing, though, is it? But I definitely don't think there's anything on that dry old rock. Well, there is. There's helium-3 in the in the outer crust, I think. OK, all right. Enlighten me. Helium-3. Helium-3 is... Did, did you read it? Did you see it in a film or read it in a book? No, helium-3 is a nice, stable isotope of helium, but it spontaneously undergoes fusion, apparently, with certain energy levels. You can make fusion reactions with it. And it exists here, but it's hard. But there's loads of it. They think there's loads of it on the moon that's been... It's come out of the sun and been embedded in the surface of the moon. So we can go and get that because it's actually stuck to the surface of the moon. There's nowhere for it to go. And it's incredibly valuable because it could mean that we could build fusion reactors and therefore possibly... I don't know. To me, it's like going on a 12-hour journey to get a raspberry. It's only two days away, the moon. No, I mean, but, but it, you know, right. by the time you go somewhere that's actually worth getting something from, which is obviously nowhere near us, because we've checked out, out, out we're going to end up going absolutely miles to get almost nothing. Instead of just... <laughs> you, know, a raspberry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so ridiculous. The, it just does... Why not just try and improve it in your own fucking village? The moon's hollow. I don't know where that woman lives. The moon but might I, be but, hollow, but you know I bet that? you if I went round her village or her town, I'd say, uh, have you noticed that it's totally fucking shite where you live? 800 yards from your house, because it's true of almost any house in Britain, that. You know, yeah. there's litter strewn everywhere, or there's, like, you know, a crap school, or... You know what I mean? Or, like, or, or there's some domestic out. violence, or cars yeah. like, Why don't you fucking sort that out before you start worrying about the moon, man? Yeah, but then you're blaming science for the Earth's problems. It's not the Earth's problems. No, I'm not saying I'm blaming science at all. I'm just blaming her. I'm just saying... Get your mind off some completely irrelevant issue. She's a businesswoman. She wants to do business in right. space. OK, well, I, businesswomen should be reined in and these corporations should be told to sit down and get behind the queue. Do you know that the moon, Guy, that we don't know how it was formed? Do you know that? We do. No, we don't. We... I do. Go on, then. How was it formed? I'm not going to tell you. Guy, how was the moon formed? It... It came in a chunk from 
I don't care where the fucking moon came from, Paul. I don't care. There's so many more important things. I'm serious. Don't waste your time on this shit. Think about your heart. Think about the relationships that you have in your family and that with your friends and your lovers and, and your community. That's what matters. Stop fucking thinking about something that's 10 million miles away. More. Think about the things that matter. It's just a total distraction. Why can't you think it's about both things? You do, well, let me see you think about the first thing first. Well, loads of people think about that. No, they don't. All these scientists, they live appalling lives within horrible communities with dreadful values. Do you hate science? No, I don't hate... But I'm not saying I'm just you scientists. Like when you're we all your, do. We all live in when this... When you're on your iPad we all live in this. We all live in this, in, in this absolutely horrible situation. And yet, for some reason, we're kind of exp trying to ruin another planet. Scientists do experiments on animals. Yeah, obviously, I'm not totally... I'm a bit against that. They blow pigs up, you know that, don't you? Do, do you know the Israelis have got a cannon mm. which fires chickens out at twice the speed of sound? That's no, nice. Do you know why they've got that? Scrambled eggs. No. They fire it at jet engines <laughs> to simulate bird strikes. Oh, right, right. They stick a chicken in it and they right. fire it at a jet engine. Right. Israelis, they thought of everything. Do you want? Would you like one of those? No, I would. Would you? Could, we could tool you up with that for your mission. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> <laughs> here's here's a full clip of Buxtuds. <laughs> I'm sorry that you didn't get into my into my. I would like to. Kai, what about try the again? old fruits? No. Where? Uh, what were we laughing at? We can't even think. We've lost it. We've lost the pod today. Yeah, we have. I uh, don't know. We've been rambling on for ages. Yeah, we have. Eh? I said to the cat just announced a game.